Hello, Stone Village. I hope that all of you are well and safe in this world. All is well in my world. On this first day of Lent, which we know as Ash Wednesday, I offer to you first a reading of The Summer Day by Mary Oliver. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who has flung herself out of the grass. The one who is eating sugar out of my hand. Who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down. Who is gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Tell me <clears throat> what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. I had never thought of my life's wild and precious until I read Mary's poem. I love the invitation and the expansiveness of tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. It's a wonderful question. It inspires me to dream and imagine the possibility of the impossible for my life. And simultaneously, the question encourages me to consider and take responsibility for what really matters in my life. I believe it's the perfect question for Ash Wednesday and for Lent. And here's why. Oftentimes during the Lenten season, it feels our focus is primarily on our past, the things we've done and left undone, the life we have already lived. But what if Lent is really about the life yet to be lived? What if Lent is really about the life yet to be lived? What if we gave as much or perhaps more attention to where we are going than where we have been. I have begun to believe perhaps our greatest faults, sins, are the ways in which we tame and impoverish our lives and subsequently the lives of others. And so this year, I want us to approach Lent in a different way. I don't want us to do Lent as a project for self-improvement <laughs> or a program for sin management. No, I want us to discover and uncover and recover our one wild and precious life.
Have you ever thought of your life as wild and precious? Wouldn't you like to live a wild life? <laughs> now, I am not talking about living an unruly, disobedient life or engaging in manic, hedonist behavior. I am talking, though, about being open, unbound, and free. Not so much to do whatever one wants, but to receive whatever comes to you. To stay open to what you can neither control nor foresee. I am talking about not letting the past define or domesticate you. And not letting the present moment close in on, capture, or cage you. I'm talking about exposing oneself to the risk of an unknown future, a wild life, and the possibility of something new, the chance for something different. Now, I know from my own personal life and from journeying with many of you, how easily we allow our fears, self-doubts, guilts, regrets, disappointments, and wounds to tame our lives. I also know every time we try to control life or live within the boundaries of what feels safe and predictable, we also tame our life. And when our lives are tamed, regardless of how it happens, we live less than who we truly are and are meant to be. Something breaks within us, something becomes lost to us. And I wonder in what ways has your life been tamed and domesticated? What parts of your life have been lost and taken from you? What is broken? What do you need to do in order to reclaim your wild life? What cage keeps you from being wild? In freedom, what dream might become a reality? What would it take for you today to begin to live a wild life? Lent, I believe, is a time to choose a wild life over a broken life. There is something mysterious, beautiful, and sacred about the wild. I really want you to be wild. I do. Wild with love. Wild with compassion. Wild with mercy. Wild with forgiveness. Wild with kindness. Wild with life. And our life is not only wild, but it's also precious. I wonder, what does this mean to you? I hope you know your preciousness is not about what you have or how much you have. And it's not dependent on how others see you or what they think or say about you. The preciousness of life is found in its fragility. Life is short and uncertain. 
There are no guarantees. The future is unforeseeable. And as Mary Oliver writes in her poem, everything dies at last and too soon. Most of us know about the too soon of death. However, death does not negate the value and beauty of life. It intensifies life. It makes life even more precious. Everything and everyone matters. No one should ever be taken for granted. And not a minute of your precious life should be wasted or wished away. In this intensification of life and its preciousness is revealed in the things that we are most passionate about, in the people we love and who love us, in the aspects of life which provide us meaning, offer us hope, and bring us the courage and the conviction to live wildly. In the preciousness of life, my life, your life, all life, means we are of infinite value. Infinite. I wonder, do you see and believe this about yourself? Or are you devaluing yourself or perhaps another? Understand we are the treasure chest holding God's heart. And so perhaps this Lent, you divest yourself of everything diminishing your preciousness. How would your life be different if you lived from a place of preciousness, if you saw others as precious? Tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. I hope you will take Mary's question seriously. I hope you will ponder the question. I hope you will allow it to lead you through this season of Lent. And in time, when you're ready, perhaps you will tell me what it is you plan to do with your one wild and precious life. <clears throat> Thanks be to God. Amen. I give thanks to God for each of you, and I pray this day you bear witness to the love of God in this world. Bear witness to the love of God so those to whom love is a stranger they will find in you a joyous and loving friend. In the name of Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. I love you, stoners. I hope you have a good day, and I will see you soon. Bye.